What's going on world? I am Chris McPherson and I'm pleased to be here with you today. You could have been anywhere in the world and you decided to be right here and that is a great thing. For a moment, I just wanna borrow your time and talk to you about guarding your mind. You know, guarding our mind is something very precious and it's something we should consciously look to do often as our minds control the way we think and act upon situations and ultimately our minds control what we get out of situations as well. You know, it's important to guard our minds because I started to research and learn about things such as self-sabotage. And sabotage is something that's unique. It's really a war term or tactic because sabotage is what an enemy does to conquer the opponent. You set up a strategy around them, you execute on it, and then you've got them confined. Well, when we look at self-sabotage, that simply says that we are plotting against ourselves, we're putting ourselves in bondage, and we're capturing ourselves. Well, how do we do that? What is self-sabotage? Well, some of you may have heard the analogies of shooting yourself in the foot or taking two steps forward and then taking two steps back. Well, those are forms of self-sabotage. You see, self-sabotage is when we set out to do anything that we want, which is gonna better ourselves, but then we fail to do it for many reasons. Sometimes those reasons really start in the mind, just like the idea did. And we're guilty of saying we want to go do something. And in the same thought, we'll turn around and say, but that's never going to work because I can't do it. So it's important for us to guard our minds so we can shield away self-sabotage. We can shield away any doubts and we can be confident in the persons that we are and our ability to change and get the things that we want out of life. You know, one of the best ways to overcome any type of self-sabotage is to truly create intent in our actions and immediacy in what we do. You see, if you're immediate in what you do, then there is no recourse of better, worst, or best, or any of that. It's right now, this is the action, and I had this all for X, and I'll figure out why when it comes along. I saw a great example of this earlier in the week. I was out dining with some friends, we were having a good time, and uh, there was a young lady who had come into the, the restaurant establishment, uh, no different than anybody else, uh, but she began to move in a different way. When she had talked to the receptionist, uh, she had looked like they were having a conversation back and forth. The nonverbal body signals responded in a no, and then she kept moving on. Well, she was actually seated, but as soon as she got seated, she ordered a beverage, and then she began to move around the dining hall asking table by table different questions. Now, what was unique was I didn't pay attention to the woman and what she was doing, but I did notice after about the third or fourth table that she was definitely soliciting. Now, for you all, soliciting is anytime you are telling someone about something, asking someone for something, or any way in making a forced introduction to plead your case on any regard. So she was soliciting. And I didn't know exactly what she was soliciting because at the time she hadn't gotten to our table, but in the progression of how she was moving, she was going to get to us eventually. So I started to think to myself, what is this young lady doing? We even started having a conversation at the table because clearly she was on a mission of some sort. Well, she had actually reached the table prior to ours. And when she got there, she had her conversation and one of the people got up from the table, went outside with her, and then they both came back in. You could see the nonverbal body language of her saying thank you. They shook hands. They actually hugged. 
And she went and sat down at her table. A drink was there. She proceeded to order her food and enjoy a meal. The other person came and sat down and they began to talk with their friends and everything continued. Well, since our table had already seen what was happening and thought we were going to hear the story, we asked them, hey, excuse me, what was going on with that young lady? Well, the young man who helped her simply said, oh, well, you know what? She actually needed to charge her phone. She needed to charge her phone? I mean, she's asking every table in the restaurant if they have a phone charger. She asked the receptionist, could they help to charge her phone? He said, yes, she needs to charge her phone. You see, she's in town traveling on business and she's about to have a business lunch. And she realized that she left her phone charging cord at the hotel. So she's running short on energy. She didn't have time to stop by the gas station so she wouldn't be late for this meeting. And right after this, she's going to the airport. And if her phone dies, she doesn't know where she is. She doesn't understand coordinates. She doesn't have an atlas or a map. So she's going to be lost without her phone that provides the application to get her to the airport. So she simply was asking if anybody had a charging apparatus so that she could utilize her phone. Now, that's an interesting story because this young lady's actions were dictated by her phone, but not her phone in the electronic form. Her actions were dictated by her direct intent of needing to charge her phone. And she created immediacy around that situation. You see, she had an agenda and she knew specifically I have got to get my phone charged or else it will die. And without my phone, I won't be able to achieve the goals that I have of the day. You know, that story stuck out to me because that is the way we should pursue everything that we do. I literally viewed this young lady go around to at least seven to eight tables having the same conversation about a phone charger. A phone charger. Not that somebody didn't have one, but People may not even want to help her get a goal. So what did she do? She kept moving. She went to the next one. And if they didn't answer, she moved to the next one. Ultimately, until she got what she wanted. Why was she so adamant about it? Because she needed that phone charger. If she didn't get the charge for her phone, her phone was going to die. Well, imagine if what you wanted to do was similar to your phone, that if you didn't do it, you were going to die. You know, sometimes the death that we can live is not the one in the physical form when we leave this world. But it's the death that we allow for our dreams while we are still here. You see, my friends, I don't want you ever to die while still being alive. In fact, you can get the charge that you need every single day. But you've got to be intentional and create immediacy in order to get what it is that you need. You see, when we thought our own ideas, when we thought our own ability to go forward with what we initially started, we sabotage ourselves. But she was determined that day and I learned a lesson in it. She didn't let anything keep her from the agenda that she had. She kept her lunch meeting, got her phone charged and was on her way to the airport just as planned because she didn't let any outside sabotage, any plan that was going to foil what she had for the day to conquer. And in fact, she played the victor in controlling her own reality. You see, every day we have the opportunity to choose intentionally what we do with our actions. And in order to overcome any self-sabotage, we must create immediacy. Understand, anytime you're going to do whatever it is that you want to do, it's going to be right now. Even when that time comes in the future, it's still right now. So in order to get it done, you're going to have to do it today, now. And the more that you can put immediacy on your actions and intent behind what you do, 
the further you're going to push away anything that could sabotage you, including yourself. Your worst enemy cannot harm you as much as your own unguarded thoughts. You see, that idea that we have, that vision, that dream, that goal that we've set for ourselves, was given to us for us to accomplish. And oftentimes in the exact same moment that we want to achieve a goal or we think about the possibilities of it, we begin to negate it by saying why it's not possible and give reasons of why we can't do it. I'll never be able to do this because I'm too tall, I'm too small, I'm too short, I'm too dumb, I'm not fast enough, I'm not big enough. Really, all of those are excuses for us to overcome in order to get to exactly what we want. You don't have to be big, fast, slow, smart, or any of that to achieve the goals that you want. All you have to do is be willing to commit yourself to going in that direction. You see, self-sabotage kills more goals than anything else. Because if you don't believe you can do it in your mind, you're never going to start at it. And you had the dream and the vision of what you wanted, and you never acted upon it because you believed it wasn't possible for it to come true. We all do it. I've been guilty of it. But no more. I'm pursuing everything. I am pushing my will against the world, and I'm going to see what I get in return. After all, I've heard that the world has to bend to my will. But you have to be willing and give everything you've got in order for it to do that. You see, self-sabotage is the way that we harm ourselves. Beyond anything that anybody else could do to us, it is us ultimately who is standing in the way of us getting the blessings that we've been working for and that we've really dreamed of. So instead of pointing the finger at somebody else, sometimes we gotta get real with us and point the finger at ourselves and get out of our own way and help us to achieve our goals. So listen, the next time you've got a goal of something you need to do, immediately when you start figuring out ways or reasons that you can't, get rid of those thoughts in your mind because that's not what we're working towards. You see, we can't be counterproductive. Productivity is producing a result. Counterproductive produces nothing. So you can't say, I want to do it in the same breath, say, but I can't. You must say, I want to do it, and then say, I am going to. So today I ask that you no longer choose to self-sabotage but you only choose to self-love, self-educate, that you choose self-worth, that you choose self-dedication, and that you create intentional immediacy in your actions, and you'll be able to overcome any barriers that the enemy inside or any outside could put in your way. After all, it's possible.